Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we have a letter from St. Faustina to Father Sopochko from October 12th of 1936. Krakow, 12th October, 1936. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Most reverend and dear Father, thank you very much for your letter, which caused me so much joy. I am very happy that the Lord Jesus inspired you with this beautiful thought of having this holy card published. I shall pray ardently for this intention so that God may remove all obstacles in carrying out this matter. I would also like to thank you for the prayers you offer for my health, Father. Father, if it is the will of God that I should leave this exile, please change the intention and don't pray for my health, but rather for a happy hour of death. Don't you know, Father, how ardently I desire to become united with God? So why do you hold me back with your prayer? I would also like to thank you for your absolution and blessing, which I greatly appreciate. But unfortunately, and surprisingly, I got better, and that in a very short time. I now take part in all spiritual exercises, and I have even resumed my duties in the garden. I really do not understand this sudden improvement in my health. Father, next time I shall do things differently. I will let you know when I am already with the Lord Jesus. Dear Father, I do apologize for writing so much about this illness of mine. As regards the diary, I thought of sending it to you through Father Andrash, who will not refuse me this favor. Father Andrash has great respect for you, Father, and he instructs me to inform you about the more important occurrences taking place in my soul. Father Andrash has already asked me twice whether I have some kind of notebook where I could jot down everything that the Lord Jesus tells me. I can see that his direction does not differ in any way from yours, Father. How infinitely good God is to me. What would I do all by myself now that I have been led to the summits? One false step and it can cause shipwreck. That is why I am holding on to God's hand, which I see in the confessor. Although you did not write anything about yourself, Father, I knew about everything, and I talked much about it with God. A soul which is especially loved by God is always tried in this way. Patience always gains the victory, and everything changes in time. Father, I would still like to add that, at present, my communion with God is the same as before, only with this difference, right now, such a great longing for God comes over me that I do not understand how one can go on living without him. This love of God leads me into a kind of agony and longing for him. This flame of love towards God must eventually cut through the thread of my imperfect life. But the fullness of life in love, that is, in God, must follow. Now, I experience more often and more strongly these five wounds of the Lord Jesus on my own body, particularly on Fridays and whenever I come in contact with people who are not in the state of grace. 
On such occasions I experience violent pangs of pain in my hands, feet, and side separately. I also experience the pain of the crown of thorns. This suffering is not visible outwardly. I do not have any marks or scars exteriorly. How things will evolve, I do not know. These are great sufferings, but I accept them with love and submission to his holy will. I offer these sufferings for the conversion of sinners so that God's mercy may envelop them. As regards external mortifications, I currently do not undertake any, because I am in fact unable to practice any. But instead, I exercise myself in interior mortifications and in those sent to me by the Lord Jesus. I can assure you, Father, that after my death you shall receive both of my diaries, as such is the will of God. Nevertheless, I neither know the hour of my death, nor do I ask about it, even though I desire it so ardently. Let Jesus do with me as he pleases at this important moment of my life. It is only love which gives me the presentiment that my death will be a joy. I kiss your hand, dear Father, and ask your blessing. United in prayer in the most merciful heart of Jesus for poor sinners, Sister M. Faustina. Faustina is filled with joy to have received Father Sapochko's letter. She declares that the holy card that he wants to print is an inspiration from Jesus. She promises to pray for the success of this endeavor, and she thanks him for the prayers for her health, but she's rather, she'd rather he would pray for a happy death for her. She's a little upset that her health has suddenly improved and life goes on. This is still about two years before her death. We have to accept God's will in all things. Father Andras had also asked if she was keeping a diary, and Faustina notices the similarity in the way that both of the priests offer her spiritual direction. Both of them are led by Jesus. Faustina reveals that she had already been enlightened about Father Sapochko's sufferings before he had written about them. And Faustina counsels him that suffering is part of our purification. And then she speaks about the state of her soul. Faustina's heart is burning to be with Jesus forever. Uh, she writes of the importance of that spiritual direction she receives. She recognizes that she has been brought to the summits, to the heights, and it's easy to fall from there. So that's why the Lord has provided her with two holy spiritual directors. And then she writes of the five wounds of Jesus that she experiences interiorly and when she experiences them, especially on Fridays and when she's in the presence of a person not in a state of grace. It's like a hidden stigmata. But it's interesting that she says she experiences the pains uh, separately. So it's almost like experiencing the nails being driven into the different parts of Jesus' body and then the crown being placed on his head. She says that she is not taking on extra mortifications. The interior mortifications that Jesus sends her are quite enough. And she promises to, uh, to send the diary after her death. Up until that point, she had written in two notebooks. She eventually will write in, I believe, six. 
But in fact, uh, she eventually decides that it should go to her community. And Father Sopochko accepts this as the will of God, and he receives a copy of the diary. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.